year is 2099. These are the files of Kent, the key environmental, non-judgmental task force. Director of Operations, Professor Nebulous. You are now accessing Holofile 001, codename Genesis of the Aftermath. Please, Sir Ronald, I implore you. I've already told you, Nemroth. I put your request to the funding board, and they said no. In fact, their exact words were, no, no, a thousand times no. What about all the times Kent has rescued the world? Remember when those baby dinosaurs fell through that hole in time and kept stealing everyone's trousers? Or when we defeated those flesh-eating cushions? I totally knocked the stuffing out of the scatter cushion supreme. Sir Ronald, we face excessive peril, bloody violence and one instance of strong language. So the public doesn't have to. Why, the sheer amount of paranormal activity in the Cardiff area alone is starting to threaten the Earth's plausibility shield. We desperately need an extra 95 credit bars to replace obsolete equipment. Plus, Gemini's discretion circuit has developed a recurring fault. Isn't that so, Gemini? That is correct, Big Nose. Believe me, the funding board has a great deal of sympathy for this organisation. You see, Kent isn't the problem, Nebloth. It's you. Me? What? As in me... Personally, me, me, the, the I that, 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 that I am. Everything's going fine until your name comes up. Then someone always asks the same question. <sighs> Nebulous, isn't he the chap who destroyed the Isle of Wight? You took the words right out of my report. They like the organ, they just don't like the grinder. Do they like any of the monkeys? I love monkeys! You could invest some of your own money, Nebulous, if you had it, eh? Of course... I had the foresight to invest wisely some years back. Sinking all your money into that company, what was it called? Vast financial concern. How could you have known they'd do so well? Never mind, eh? The funding board meet again in 24 and a half months or two years, whichever is sooner. Goodbye, Nimrod. It would seem Kent has reached an en passe de sac. Mm. Thinking about stepping down and handing over control to a young buck who already knows the ropes, eh, Prof? That's uh, what I'd be thinking if I was as old as you, instead of being a young buck who, you know, already knows the ropes. Could you go to Yellow Room, please, Rory? I'm sure there's some urgent tumble drying requiring your attention. Can, can do. One young buck on the move. Oh, Professor, you look ever so tense. And I know so many ways to make you forget your worries. Do you know what a postman's breakfast is? What? Could you go and help Rory, please, Paula? I'm in the mood for a brood. Oh, you want children? Oh, oh, me too! To I... yellow room with you! Of course, Professor. I'm sorry, Professor. Going now, Professor. <sighs> Kent. Hello, Nebulous. Dr. Joseph Clench here. I trust you are in good spirits, Nebulous. Fighting fit, thank you. And a phone call from my arch-nemesis can only serve to sharpen my ginger. To what do I owe this intrudulation? Do you know what I would like most of all, Nebulous? To invent some kind of malevolent bacteria which breathes fire. I want to be your best friend. <laughs> I find that perma-hard to believe. How about 2.30 this afternoon? Come for tea and homemade cakes. I'm at Honey Tree Cottage, 3 Bunny Blossom Lane. This couldn't sound any more sinister. You are now entering Yellow Room. Morning, Harry. How are you? 
Existence is pain! Painful, painful pain! And the tumble tries are refusing to tumble! You know, Harry, I think the prof's going to hand over control of Kent to me. Fingers crossed, eh? Unlike you, I no longer have the luxury of fingers, but I'll happily cross my cheeks. Uh, uh, oh, well done. Hello, Harry. Rory. What's the matter, Paula? Are you in some minor form of agony? The professor shouted at me. He's only letting off steam because he finds you nerve-shreddingly irritating. I'm not irritating. Not, 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 not irritating. Not, not. Am I Gemini? Gemini is secretly riled by all humans. I say Kent needs differencing. Guys, be totally honest. Would it really be such a bad idea if I took over? Yes. Yes. I could easily end up running Kent. I mean, how can you just write me off? Accessing destiny file. Stop. I don't want to know. I already regret asking you to access my future sex life file. Six years of nothing than a disappointing bank holiday with a pre-op hermaphrodite. Nebulous, my dear fellow, welcome. Good afternoon, Dr. Clench. Please call me Joseph. What? Call you Joseph? To death. (laughs) Now, believe me, our wasted years as enemies are over. I know I've been vain and destructive and, I admit, on occasion... I've been a monster. Well, if you will splice your DNA with a lobster. I reveled in evil for its own sake, and that can only lead to more evil and more reveling. You wanted to stop me, Nebulous, but I, fool that I was, I wouldn't let you. Hold hard, Schismbard. Our every encounter has climaxed with me giving you a comprehensive foiling. Well, now you can put that foil away because I have seen the error of my ways and I have deleted those errors. Could you be, say, half a shade less enigmatic? I'm seeing my dental hygienist at four. I have met the Bizork. Really? The Bizork? Did they... Come here, or did you go to theirs in the ninth dimension? Is it as unspoiled as they say? You're thinking of the Trizor. Trizor? The Trizor? Of course I am. <laughs> and these are what? The, the, the Mizor? No, the, the Bizor. Bizor. Sorry, sorry. Go on. Bizor, yes. Bizor. The Bizorg exist in time corridors between our world and other possible temporal realities, but they are not stuck up. They're benign. In my experience, it's the benign ones you have to watch out for. Greetings, Professor Nebulous. I am a Bizorg. You don't say. I don't think it's the funding rejection that's upset the Professor. It's being reminded of his biggest failure. If only there was some way to reassure him. At my place. You worked on Project Isle of Wight, didn't you, Harry? Must have been a great time to be the Prof's assistant. Ah, oh, I'll say. He was a national hero. A former clown turned scientific genius. And the public loves those. I bet you two had your share of cute academic groupies, eh? I'm doing some research and I'd like your input. (gasps) Rory! Ignore him, Harry. Go on with your story, expurgating anything unsavoury, spicy or... salty. Oh, ba-dum, ba-dum. Why sit through some story when we could be listening to Anecdote Extreme? Because it's completely outside the scope of a work-related discussion. Isn't that so, Harry? Affirmative, Paula. Meet me later, Rory. I've got stories that'll make your mind stand on end. 
<laughs> what do you mean? So tell me, Mr. Baez, or God, is it Mrs.? It's Ms. What business have you here? I have come to show you a corridor. I'm a maverick professor in the year 2099. Can you imagine how many corridors I've seen? Upon scanning your mind, I located a massive grief spike. I traced the spike back through time, thereby creating your own personal time corridor. They did the same for me. My corridor took me back 30 years to the day I switched from promising young chemist to diabolic nabob. When you launched your own brand of carnivorous aftershave... Je femme pour l'homme. But this time I changed the cologne's formula. I increased the ambergris and lavender, took out the more flesh-eating elements. The bizorg allow you to correct your greatest mistake. I could... I could save thousands of lives. I'd be a national hero again. In the twinkling of an eye, I'd revert from a has-been to a still very much is. And all this can be achieved by one simple act. A return trip to the Isle of Wight. Of course, by this stage, the professor had already won the nation's heart. He'd invented the cancer-curing sandwich, stigmatic ketchup, and those pills which make weather forecasts seem more accurate. And now he was about to perform the most ambitious feat of geoengineering ever. Shifting the entire Isle of Wight ten kilometres to the left. I'm amazed nobody had thought of it before. His method was tried and tested. He'd already swapped the Isle of Man with the Isle of Dogs, and nobody seemed to mind or notice. He's such a genius. Yeah, shame he screwed the whole thing so extensively up. Indeed! That appalling accident was responsible for the hideous throbbing mutant you see before you in agony. Oh, I'm sure if the professor had his time over... He'd make sure you're only lightly maimed. Paula, in this life, I've learnt there's only one thing of which we can be certain. Nothing is certain. And two, there are no second chances. Of that, I am certain. So you're offering me a second chance? Exactly. You, like me, can go back in time and right your greatest wrong. This is all so sudden. In your mind, I sense great fear, Professor, as if you were one of your Earth girls. Poppycock, I have encountered others who dared tamper with the laws of chronology, you know. You mean the time-travelling gay and lesbian alliance? The time-benders, yes. Not to mention the individuals and the chronomatopoeics. But what if I were to meet myself? Wouldn't that be... Socially awkward. Only your mind travels back and occupies the past you. Your body has to wait around in the corridor with the coats. Let me demonstrate. The time corridor will take you back to the 52nd of January, 2069. 11.23pm precisely. Wait. Have I the right to alter history? Surely that's the sole providence of used car salesmen. You needn't make up your mind now. Go back, have a look, then decide. You're right. I should at least toy around with reanimating the dead as a mark of respect. Goodbye. And thank you. Good luck, Nebulous.
No running in the corridor. On the day itself, Sir Ronald Rowlands was a proper little sucker. Falling all over the professor. He really got on my nerves. Back when I still had the luxury of nerves. And according to you, the professor had checked and rechecked everything. Right down to the most medium-sized detail. Yet something still went disastrously wrong. And that's one of the worst kind of wrongs something can go. He suddenly began behaving strangely, as if he was distracted. Like when he taps out his pipe on my neck. If I remember correctly, it all started around 11.23pm. Welcome to Fentanyl Geoengineering Control Centre. Professor, what an inextinguishable honour. Morning, Rollins. I trust Project Isle of Wight is running to my scheduled schedule as scheduled. Everything is to be the toppermost. Allow me to introduce your Grandra Malk. Pleased to meet you. I'm Mayoress of Ventnor. Ah, they're chains of office. I assumed it was just bling. Can you assure me the Isle of Wight is in safe hands? Oh, absolutely. This is my assistant, Harry Hayes. He has two of the safest hands in the business, and he's not about to lose them. Honoured to meet you, your female worship. Mr Hayes, what a handsome, muscular, healthy figure of a man you are. You're not the first person to say that, ma'am, and I'm sure you won't be the last. Not long now, and we'll have this island on the move. What's the time, Harry? Sorry, Professor, I was just doing 60 press-ups, uh... It's 11.23pm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No blows. For a second you went all see-through. Sure you're eating properly. Um, where, where am I? In the geoengineering control centre in Ventnor. Of course. Of course. Here I am. It looks exactly as I remember it. If not more so. Remember it? From when? From uh, a, a few seconds ago. Hasn't changed a bit. What time is it? I just told you, 11.23. Oh, Harry! Harry! Just look at you there with all your body parts and your limbs and features. And and I bet you're not in the slightest bit of agony, are you? No. Should I be? No, Harry. No, you shouldn't. By the way, here are the blueprints for that revolving statue of you. Solid gold! 60 feet high! <laughs> 45 RPM! What a belter! How, how, how about a laser show coming out of each eye so people notice me more? I'd like to do what I can, so I will! It'll be erected in Hyde Park as soon as Project Isle of Wight has been an inevitable success. Well, we, we mustn't count our GM children before they're hatched. Oh, come on! There's no way you'll end up looking like a clown. No. What? Clown! 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 I'm not a clown. I'm, I'm not a clown. Mother, father, you're on unicycles. Where have you been? You, me and your mother and I are due to go into the ring for a big unicycle finale. And I'm trying to get into the zone. I have something to tell you. I'm giving up clowning. I'm sure this won't come as a shock. <laughs> Shocked! I'm going away to a special school for the chronically precocious. Your place is here at the circus. You're a clown, son, and you'll be a clown forever and ever and ever. No, I shall not clown. 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 I shall not clown
Professor Debros. Uh, what? What? Are you all right? Uh, oh, yes, yes, I, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. Why do you ask? You were writhing around on the floor, gasping and crying. Yes, well, I, I do that when I'm concentrating. It's a mainland thing. So, how does it feel to be the Earth's most revered humanoid since Pope Elvis X? It's... It's a feeling I never want to lose. So, Clench, do you think Nebulus will choose to act differently this time? It's not a matter of choice. He fell into my trap with the inevitability of a man clinging to a greased rope over a trap convention. Hmm, I suspect Nebulus suspects. Uh, He neither suspects, detects, nor expects anything. All caution has been swept aside by his desperate desire to become public amigo number one. Tell me, Professor, do you never hanker for the kind of public approval enjoyed by Pretty Weather Girl 9 or Global Barry? Or the happiness shrimp? Hey, God, Bob, no, no, I'm evil through and through and back again, and that's something which Nebulous will shortly discover. Discover. To death. So, Harry, you're saying the Professor suddenly regained his focus? Yes, I am! The Professor suddenly regained his focus! His eyes were ablaze with enthusiasm and passion. Really? Lovely. 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 Meanwhile, I was mercifully unaware that these were the final brief moments before my very existence became an unending vista of agony. But the professor was fine. Yeah. Professor, perhaps you would explain your plan. In a way that sounds scientific, but won't put off the casual listener. Delighted. Ever since the withering, Earth has found itself in orbit around the sun and the moon on alternate months. The switch from one orbit to the other is why at midnight on the last day of the month, everything falls over. This hitherto untapped power source is known as time energy or wenergy. And the professor's found a way to harness it without using a harness. Or a safety net. The Isle of Wight has been balanced on a series of positively charged cylindrical movement rods, or rollers. When they absorb the midnight energy, these rollers will, to coin a phrase, roll. Most non-threatening, thank you. I still wish you'd allowed me to evacuate the island before you move it. I did say not to evacuate, didn't I? Oh my god, what a cocksure prof I was. I mean, am. Nothing is going to go wrong. I'll stake my corporeal form on it. Shh, don't want to tempt fate. <laughs> Who needs fate? We've got destiny. Please, Harry. Your Worship, Sir Ronald, I shall now enter the generator chamber and initiate primary protocols. Or something very similar. Good luck, Professor. <laughs> he doesn't need luck. Harry! If there's some luck going gratis, I might as well have a handful. Where's the harm? I think sometimes you can jinx yourself with luck. I'll jinx you in a minute. Don't worry. I'm sorry, Harry. I didn't mean that. Professor, it's nine minutes to midnight. Of course. Mustn't keep the energy waiting. Dare I rewrite history? It's certainly possible. After all, the Bizorg have provided me with an eraser... But I've already sharpened my new pencil, got out all my different coloured crayons and felt tips, bought a tube of glitter and some sticky bag plastic I'm drifting. Just to let you know, Nebulus, 
we could hear every unnerving word you're saying. Should we delay the countdown? I have a much better idea. I'll switch off the intercom. Right. Initiating countdown. 50. 49. So here you are, Nebulous General the 52nd, 2069. Glench. As I anticipated, this has come right out of the blue. Wait, back in the time corridor, a sinister figure in a hooded black cape rushed past me. I thought nothing of it at the time. It wasn't me. I've only just arrived, and capes are so next year. Oh, dear Nebulous, I fear I've confused your puny little mind. I'll have you know I possess an IQ of over a million. My knowledge is so vast, even I don't understand it all. You're kidding yourself, Nebulous. Uh, wrong again. I happen to be unkinnable, especially by myself. You see, I know all my moves. I know what's up my sleeve. I'm always just one step behind myself, and if, for any reason, I'm unable to be there. I have myself watched. So do tell, what are you doing here? You weren't here last time. Are you quite sure of that? I've never been more quite sure. You may not have seen me last time, Nebulous, but oh, I was here. Doing exactly what I'm doing this time. Lurking. Lurking to death. Not long now, eh, Your Worship? Where have you been, Roland? And what's with the black cape? Just phoning my stockbroker. Little tip. Put all your money into a tiny one-man cottage industry by the name of Vast Financial Concern. Duly noted. Thanking you. The generator's working overtime. And there's a strange pattern on the spirograph. Clench, I'm no longer convinced you've reformed. I'm concerned by your manner, your tone of voice, and your pointing that gun at me. You're quite perceptive. For a buffoon. Why did you come here? Why not stick to your own time corridor? There is only one corridor, the one leading back here. The Bizorg didn't create it. You did, Nebulous, when you destroyed this island. Of course. It's not a time corridor at all. It's a Wenergy shaft. And when energy freezes the time stream, that means I can't possibly alter the past. Neither can you. So why bring us back here? Are you just rubbing my nose in it? I'm reveling in chaos for its own sake again. You know how I am. Remember, Nebulous, history is dominated by evil men, not by good men. That's because good men don't dominate. It's one of the things which makes them good. Fourteen. Time I return to the future. I know we shall meet again under more unpleasant circumstances, so let's not say goodbye. Let's just say au revoir. Au revoir to death. This cannot happen. And yet it must, can, and did. Thousands of islanders will die. Hundreds of innocent tourists. Two guilty tourists and a solitary Japanese soldier who doesn't realize World War V has been postponed due to poor ticket sales. Oh, well. That statue made my chin look a fraction too noble anyway. Quick, everybody, take cover! What's happening, Nibirov? Is it some sort of celebratory panic? The energy's overloading the generator. It was completely unexpected, exactly like last time. Don't fret! I'll go in there and sort it out. No, it's impossible. What? Didn't you teach me nothing's impossible? Me? No. Somebody taught me nothing's impossible. 
Maybe it was that hunchback porn star. Anyway, I'll just correct this minor fault. Harry, don't go in there! Bob the service! I assume we are safe in here. We are the lucky ones. The control room walls are lined with ten inches of X-chromosome chrome, but the island as you knew it has gone. The bits you didn't know have gone too. And as for poor Harry... My corporeal form! My beautiful corporeal form! No! My wedge's shaft should be opening up any second. What's happened? It shrunk, more like a time ventilation shaft. Oh well, here goes. Track fit seems to be getting narrower. Morning, team. Can I just say how absolutely wonderful it is to see you all again? And that includes you, Gemini. Your arrival leaves Gemini unmoved. Oh, Professor, the feeling is more than mutual. Despite the threat of closure, we've been staying 100% positive. I incinerated your desk! I've been using your chair. So think of it as my chair now, really. Ah, that'll be my nine o'clock call. Sir Ronald, you must be in a good mood this morning. What with vast financial concern up 50 points? I'll say. Going to sell a couple of shares. Take a little of the cream. <laughs> well, when you finish creaming off, perhaps you could invest in Kent. Say, 95 credit bars. I'd like to do what I can. And I'm sure you will, because it wouldn't do for people to discover a government minister has been using time travel to find out which stock market futures he should invest in. Well, well, well I'm not sure about that. I saw you, Sir Ronald, sneaking up and down my energy shaft in your black cape like you owned it. Like you own the shaft. I mean, I presume you own the cape anyway, do you? No, it's a rental cape. Well then, sell all the shares you wish, because Kent demands cream. We accept all major credit cards, Venusian Express, Master Race card, Alien Egg. The choice is yours. <laughs> Where do you put it like that? I'm sure something can be arranged. Good morning, Sir Ronald. Well, team, I think we can assume Kent is safely back in business. And all it took was a little ingenuity, eh, Professor? Ingenuity and blackmail. So, I imagine you'll be wanting to step back, play more of a Brian Wilson role. No, bollocks. So. Oh, Professor, why don't we celebrate with a romantic weekend in New York? Breakfast at Tiffany's, Tiffany at breakfasties. They serve a steak so tender you can cut it with a wet feather. Long live Kent! My agony can continue. And most importantly, our work can go on. No matter what terrors await the Earth, we'll be there. Whenever humanity feels threatened or slightly nervy, we'll be there. Oh yes, we'll be there. Because a world without Kent is like Christmas without Squid. Completely unnecessary. Nebulous by Graham Duff, Mark Gatiss played Professor Nebulous, with special guest David Warner as Dr. Clench. Paula, Rosie Cavaliero. Rory, Graham Duff. Harry, Paul Putner. Sir Ronald, Graham Crowden. Gemini, Jocaranda Malk and Clown Mother, Julia Dolkin. The Bizorg and Clown Father, Matthew Wolfe. Sound design and incidental music by Nicholas Briggs. Theme music by Malcolm Boyle. 
Nebulous is directed by Nicholas Briggs and is a Baby Cow production for Radio 4. Thank you.